if you're one of those people with sensitive skin, then you definitely understand the struggle of trying to find a good laundry detergent or other cleaning product that doesn't irritate your skin. But even if you don't have sensitive skin, what are these products doing to your body? Because even if you don't see the harmful impacts immediately, it doesn't mean that that's not harmful. People with sensitive skin are just showing the reaction to these harmful products faster than everybody else. Plus, it's not just about our skin, but these chemicals can negatively impact the environment as well. But it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, we don't have to use all these crazy chemicals and artificial ingredients to have the same cleaning power. We can get it done with all natural detergents and soaps. And that is what Angie Wrangler, the CEO and founder of Tangi, has been doing. Making all-natural, eco-friendly soaps and detergents that are sustainable and don't use all of these crazy chemicals to get the job done. So stay tuned for this entire episode to see how Angie is making better cleaning products right now. You are here for another dose of climate positivity on the Green Business Impact Podcast. Here we highlight the amazing work of green businesses from around the world that are fighting against climate change. If you are ready to be inspired to take action, ready to hear some amazing examples of how we are working to fight the climate crisis, then stay tuned because this week's episode will be the perfect hit of climate positivity. Angie, do you mind telling us a little bit about Tangi and what you guys do? Happy to, and thanks for having me on today. So Tangi originally started with me being a natural redhead and having a ton of skin sensitivities and irritations my whole life. I started tinkering around with making my own cleaning products well over 10 years ago, pushing the 15-year mark at this point. And it all started with laundry soap. I figured... What would be affecting my skin most that I was using? And it had to be between lotion and laundry soap since those are things we wear on our whole body. So I started tinkering with laundry soap and I didn't know anything about it. Quite honestly, I come from a paralegal background. I am not a chemist or like that by trade. And I just started learning really about natural ingredients and how they would work together and started in my garage, making products, making what I found was a good solution for myself and just started giving it away to my friends and my family. And when people were asking for more of it, I knew that maybe I was onto something and working in law never really was in alignment with who I was on the inside. I'm pretty much a hippie at heart and in law didn't really align with that a hundred percent. So when I had the opportunity to take a moment and say, is there something else that maybe would drive me or that I might be passionate about? I spent some time with SCORE and the small development centers. One day it just came out that I was making these products and for myself really. And that's when the seed was planted, that this could be a business and I needed to start looking at it like that. So it all started with Tangi Laundry Concentrate, it really started with Tangi Laundry Soap in a very traditional plastic bottle. My whole line of products was in plastic bottles. And jumping forward, I would say at least a handful of years, I took a plastic-free commitment for my business because it was how I was trying to live my daily life, producing less waste, being thoughtful about the products and packaging I was using every day in my home, why shouldn't it be that way in my business? And when I took that plastic-free commitment, I then had to figure out how do I turn liquid products 
into something I could sell with without a bottle, without a plastic bottle. And I spent many years, lots of money and time in my garage, formulating these liquid products to be a solid product that could be dissolved at home by the end user using their own water and choosing a container that worked for them and really catapulted the success of my business over the last few years by taking that commitment. That's awesome. That's really cool. And what you say, it really catapulted things. How I think that not only for myself, it really gave me like this firm North star to say, not only was my business grounded in using natural ingredients, which is really important to me. I want to reduce my exposure to toxic chemicals. And the more that we learn about the link between toxic chemicals and ingredients and the link to health problems, can't ignore that the more that I learn about it. But at the same time, here I was packaging quality natural ingredients in a plastic bottle, which ultimately is leading to other health problems for our planet which ultimately trickle down to me if it's affecting my water supply or my soil that's going to ultimately affect me and i needed to get a grip of that so that's really where it helped me to catapult to say okay not only am i standing firm in this but this is also what we're going to do and commit to helping that next level of being healthy for ourselves and the planet. Yeah, definitely. And the amount of plastic bottles and then the microplastics that all come of that and from the creation of plastic bottles, there is a lot of resources and energy that goes into creating these plastic bottles and stuff. And I completely understand where you're coming from, Bella. It doesn't really align with the rest of your business when you're trying to make these natural products and stuff when the being housed in these bottles that just aren't as environmentally friendly as you're trying to revolve the entire business around. So I completely understand that. And when you said, I think you said a couple of years ago, when did that shift happen? Was it like 20, I want to say, I want to say about five years ago is really when I took, maybe it was really about six, seven years ago at this point, because I spent a few years having to reformulate this liquid into a solid. And I didn't know if I could do that. Again, I'm not a chemist. I'm not a master at those things. I am definitely dedicated. I'm like a dog with a bone. When I get interested in something, I'm not going to let it go. And maybe that legal background that I had and that ability to search and learn and absorb and categorize and log information that was probably turning to be more helpful than I had realized it at the beginning that those skills would really play into the formation of my business. Yeah. It's always so interesting. I've talked to so many entrepreneurs. It's always, oh, I was doing this before. And then I had a little bit of this background and mushed them together. And that's how I got to to where I am. So I, I understand that. So what is your mission for Tangi? So the mission for Tangi is really number one, to get the product out there into more hands, right? The more people using these kind of products, using natural ingredients, using something that doesn't have excess plastic waste at the end of the product use, that's just better for us all right? So the more people I can get that into their hands, the better. I want to expand our retail sales. We're about 65 to 70% of our business is to wholesalers. So we sell to a bunch of stores throughout the United States. 
And I'd like to expand that our retail sales, which is why we're right now in the process of improving our website. We're doing a complete revamp of our website because Amazon has really made us have certain expectations when we go to other websites, right? We need certain bells and whistles that are going to be easy for us to use and navigate. And I realized that my website didn't have that. I built this website a few years ago, not with a budget that I had today that I could really bring in those things that could make that user experience a lot more enjoyable, make it easy for them to navigate and learn about the product. So we're just about to roll out our new website, which will be tangico.com. Currently, our website is wastefreeproducts.com. And I'll just give you a quick backstory of why I called it Wastefree Products instead of Tangi. When I trademarked the name Tangi back in 2012, I didn't know at the time that Tangi was an award-winning strain of weed. So it was after I went through all the trademark that I went to go buy the domain Tangi.com and found out they wanted $25,000 for it. And I was like, why would this Tangi name be so when I googled it and just looked at images it was nothing but marijuana bud every picture oh I my gosh at least it was an award-winning strain I feel good about uh, that I guess uh, that's a better yes. so I said I wasn't going to be able to afford tangi.com so I went forward and thought let me think of a term that would be more of a search term for my type of products so waste-free products oddly was available I couldn't believe it and when I stumbled upon that. I bought it right away. And that's been our domain now for many years. But really, I want to build the brand of Tangi. That's always been my goal. So now when I'm looking to improve the website, I thought this was a perfect time to really move back towards Tangi. But I was able to get tangico.com which was close enough to the brand. And I, it's still very cool when I wrote it out. Tangi, T-A-N-G-I-E-C-O, actually has the word eco in it. So when you look at it, it actually looks pretty cool. So I was like, okay, that was that solidified it for me to make that change. And so soon we will be turning wastefreeproducts.com into more of a curated marketplace you know, there's tons of products and businesses that I personally use and support and want to raise their awareness and get them out into the world too and shine that light on them. So waste-free products, I think, would be a great name for a marketplace that could bring all these together who are doing what I want to do and being thoughtful about people and planet more so over just profit in the bottom line. So that's my goal is to turn wastefreeproducts.com into the marketplace. Of course, I'll still have Tangi products on it, but all of our Tangi line and branded products will be on tangico.com. That's great. I love that mission that you have there to really create a place for all these different products that other businesses are doing for waste-free. I think that's really awesome. And it reminds me, I interviewed another entrepreneur on the podcast as well that's creating a very similar thing. Her goal is to create a sustainable Amazon, basically, instead of Amazon be for sustainable products on her website there. And she's also really interested in creating a center for where it can be B2B as well. So like having sustainable products that are in the B2B market so that businesses trying to source things also have that opportunity to go and find 
different sustainable products that they can use in their business. So the ecopreneur here is creating a website called Planet Sense with a C-E-N-T-S. And her goals also have like sense as in being able to be sensible, but also have sense when you'll have a different currency on there and just lots of intriguing things. It was a really amazing interview. <laughs> yeah, Very there's cool. so many people out there doing these really cool things and bringing solutions to the market that are hard to find because of all the noise and all the static that's happening so quickly around us that it's nice, you know, that you especially are doing the same thing on your platform, right? You're bringing the awareness of these ecopreneurs that you're working with and highlighting what they're doing so that, man, if just one more person every day finds out about them, imagine that power that we see a year from now in the changes that can be made. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing for your podcast with the Grateful Redhead. You guys, you're doing great stuff on there too. I guess this would be a great time. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the Grateful Redhead and we'll, then we'll go back to Tangi. Sure. Happy to. The Grateful Redhead started really kind of just into pandemic when we couldn't get out there and socialize with people as much. I never thought about having a podcast. I'm not like this techie kind of editing. I don't even like all that kind of stuff. So I was like, no way. But a gentleman that I was working with, he was like, why don't you do a podcast? I'm like, never. He's like, you just talk and I'll do all the techie stuff. I'm like, oh, I could do that. I could talk. No problem. Especially about the planet or eco things or talking to my people. Like, yeah, I can do that. So it just started out really slow and I was really methodical about it. And I basically stalked and researched my guests before they ever came on. And I wrote out all these questions and it was not good. It, was, <laughs> it just didn't seem natural and it seemed canned and scripted in a way. And I just didn't like it. I listened to the first two episodes of myself and I was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. So that's when I realized I just wanted to go into it. Like it was you and me sitting down over a cup of coffee or something, just bringing out questions that could come up in my natural curiosity. And then that just leads to this kind of banter back and forth and conversation. And so that's where it shifted over the last year to where it's really just natural for me. And I find sometimes the less research I do of my guests, it's actually a little bit better because I am genuinely curious about what are they doing? And when they tell me what they're doing, now my, my genuine questions come up about, oh, tell me more. Or why is that like this? Or how did you start that? And now I'm really enjoying it. So it's really taken a shift. And I hope this going into 2023, my focus is to start asking more people about ingredient and materials and manufacturing and how those things play such an important part and impact our health, because that's really what interests me, right? How are the things that I'm using impacting my health going forward? How are they affecting my everyday ability and my longevity and my quality of life. I want to know those things. And I got to believe not the only one who wants to have a healthy, happy life going forward. So I'm looking to make that transition to make it even more focused on the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's how I feel about my podcast too. Just like being able to come to it without doing like over obsessive on research and stuff, but just being able to come to it with genuine questions about, oh, really? That's really cool. Like, I want to learn more about that. Yeah. And I think it creates a great conversation, but it also creates like the, for people who are listening as well, they're like, oh, I was curious about that too. <laughs> and I'm glad right, you asked right. that. So, 
Yeah, definitely. And how many podcasts have you launched live so far? Episodes? I think it's somewhere around 35 or 40. Nice. I kind of record a couple of times a month and we put one out every other week. Just, I'm not looking to overwhelm myself at the same time. I'm running a business and I'm wearing a lot of hats during my week. So I want to make sure that time that I'm cutting out is the time that I can actually enjoy it and record. Yeah, definitely. I completely understand. And has there been any episode that was your favorite of a person that you interviewed that you want to bring up or talk about here? I think to me personally, my favorite episode was with a girl named Callie. She runs a zero waste store out in North Dakota. And I had been like a fan of hers on social media for a while. She was like this hippie girl in a van that started making soap. And I was like, oh my God, that's so me without the van. And, but I aspire to RV around the country. So I don't know. I just loved what she was doing. I loved a lot about her. And I just messaged her one day. I was like, hey, we'd be a guest on my podcast. And when she said yes, and we actually went to record, it felt like this groupie rock star moment I was having. And I even said that to her in the recording. I'm like, I'm such a fan. And she, I kind of threw her off. She's like, really? Because we don't look at ourselves like that. But I would say that even though the conversation was more business, because her and I run these thoughtful cleaning body product kind of businesses. So we were similar like that. But for me, it was this very awe moment of just, wow, I'm getting to talk to somebody who I've admired for many years. And that was really cool. Yeah, no, that is really cool. And it's amazing, like with social media and just like the world today where you can really meet with anybody anywhere in the world and talk to them. And even if you look up to them, you can have them on your podcast. It's just amazing. And especially like on LinkedIn and stuff, you can reach out to people that are over in Italy or Japan and talk to them. And it's just like, it's an amazing world that we live in for sure. Yeah. My (laughs) first guest was from London. I was like, wow, this is cool. Here I am conversing halfway across the world. And it's been a really cool journey and I'm glad I did it. It's given me a lot more I think a lot more confidence too in talking to people and being willing to be open and out there. And recently I was even nominated for an award from the International Association of Women. And I just found out last week that I am the top three finalist in the innovation category, which blew my mind. I, I never saw, I knew that I was nominated but I thought it was for the health and wellness category. And when they sent out the information, I couldn't believe that I was top three of the innovation category. So I'm actually scheduled to be in Las Vegas at their gala on October 15th. And they will announce the winner that night at the gala and we will be awarded Fingers crossed. Fingers really, crossed for sure. That yeah, I am shoving so an award in my carry-on bag when I'm coming back to Florida. That is so cool. That is so cool. So is that innovation for the podcast or for Tangie? For Tangie. For gotcha. my, yeah, for the product. That's really yeah. cool. Wow. Wow. That is so cool. How did you get entered in that? Did you apply for something or did somebody nominate you? How did that happen? I am a member of the IAW, the International Association of Women, and I have been for many years and they opened up this award and I was nominated. So I'm like, wow, this is great. So they encourage you to reach out to your people and get more people to nominate and why they're nominating you. So clearly people must have put some really cool stuff out there that made the committee, the award committee, decide that 
innovation was the place I needed to be based on product. And I know I talked earlier about the laundry since we're on video, of course my desk is full of products, but just to give here. So this little bar right here is my Mm -hmm. laundry concentrate. This bar makes one gallon of liquid laundry soap. So I can ship it for pennies on the dollar. We're not using resources and for all this water weight to be shipped around and people can refill their own containers. And once that was successful for me and I realized that formulation could be really well, because it's pretty solid. Like you see, I can't really push it layers too much. I formulated hand wash to do the same thing. So I could take the same kind of formulation and I could apply it with different ingredients. It would be really good for washing our hands and people could refill their own hand foaming dispensers and pumpers and stuff that we've got by every sink in our home, instead of tossing out that perfectly good pumper, which is meant to be reused tons of times, we can refill them easily. And it's only packaged in a little very lightweight cardboard box that can be home composted, shoved down into a flower pot. You can dig a hole in your yard and tuck it in there or dropped in the paper recycling if that's what people are doing. But so it was really exciting for me because I'm always looking forward at what needs to be done and how I can make improvements. I'm not necessarily always looking back and taking that time to appreciate how far I've come and what I've done and those things. So it was really an honor to be not only a nominated, but to be in that category, that's really what blew my mind. Yeah, that's really exciting. But it's very innovative what you came up with. That's amazing, especially when you can take it from the detergent and then put it into the soap as well. And people can use that in multiple forms. And that's really cool. So you can take it and place it into like our foaming dispensers that you use at like the sink and everything. Really? Yeah. So the hand wash concentrate I've got. So it comes in a little box like this, do it in citrus and lavender and unscented. So you can even add like your own essential oils and scent your hand soap the way you want. But yeah, you can either take the whole bar and dissolve it in a gallon of water, or you can cut it into little pieces and dissolve a small amount at a time. So let's say your dispenser is only eight ounces big. You can cut the bar into 16 pieces, take one little piece, drop it in your dispenser, Fill it up with water within a few hours, it dissolves and it becomes foaming hand soap. Wow, that's too cool. And so I know you mentioned a little bit on your website about how you went out and did some research on the ways to make natural soap and natural detergent and things and found that they were using a lot of man-made products and you were like, that's not natural. So how did you go about landing on the ingredients that you use and can you specify like some of the ingredients that are in your products? Sure. So it didn't start out as quite as natural as it is today, but what happened was I was evolving my recipe and always wanting it to get to the most natural I could. And when I started learning about like yucca root powder, which is the same yucca root that we eat, that a lot of cultures, it's a staple in their diet. I found out that it was full of natural saponins, which is detergent. And I could utilize the cleaning agents of those saponins in a detergent to clean our clothes. And so combining that with the other ingredients like salt to help soften the water 
the eucharut combined with the oils, using the lye and the oils to actually make soap and then add these additional ingredients to it. It just and soap nuts liquid. I use that too. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with soap nuts. They become very popular in the last many years. They are a natural, they're not a nut, they're a berry, not a nut, they're a berry. And they also have a lot of natural detergents on the inside. So I soak those in order to extract that out and utilize that liquid in the making of laundry concentrate. So combined, all those things have a great natural cleaning power together. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And have you noticed any differences when you're using it yourself? Have you noticed any differences of the way your body feels or any kind of things that are different from what you were using before? Definitely. Now, I've always been sensitive to fragrance. It's always been too strong or irritating to me in some way. I didn't enjoy it. found it was very hard to find. You've got to remember, I'm going back at least 10 years when I started formulating that there wasn't a lot of these kind of fragrance-free options, scent-free options. And that had scent was a fragrance. And the term fragrance is merely this word that they use to put in the ingredient list that's a combination of dozens, it could be hundreds of chemicals that are combined to make that particular fragrance. So just because you're looking at an ingredient list and ingredients that you know you're not allergic to or that have caused you problems before. But if that term fragrance is in there, you don't know what that term is made of. That's kind of their trademark secret of how they don't have to tell us what's in all the scents that they use. And you might actually be having some irritation, an ingredient that's within the fragrance, and you'll never know what that is. So I found that when I got away from using anything with fragrance, and once I went to really just natural ingredients, I was having these like little red irritations on my skin that come to find out once I was using natural, I wasn't getting them on my skin. And quite honestly, I live in Florida. It's humid. We sweat a lot. My pores are open a lot. So how am I not taking those ingredients? ingredients or chemicals into my body when I'm wearing them on my clothes. So I did see great improvement after that, which is why I knew that I couldn't be the only, I knew I wasn't the only person suffering from this. And now when we learn about how these fragrances and some of these ingredients wreaking havoc on our own indoor air quality, simply from what comes out of the dryer in our washing machines. There are legit studies and documents on this stuff where they're actually gauging some of the same toxins that come out of our tailpipes in our car are coming out of our dryers. I'm like, I am on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. I am leading from my heart first, solving these problems for myself. But yet the ripple effect that my products are having are immeasurable. I can't, I didn't even know that was something before I started my commitment to like fragrance free and being natural. I didn't know all those things then, but I know them now. And I know how powerful my product can be as a solution for a lot of people who are struggling with asthma or any number of health issues that could be from their breathing. Wow. That's crazy. I never heard about the studies with the washer machine and dryer. That's crazy. And is that for what kind of detergents were they using? Were they using like just regular detergent or they have fragrances in those or? Yeah, they were using like the, what you would call the big like maybe the top five companies won't even have to name them, but you've seen all the blue jugs and the orange jugs (laughs) that's using fragrance. And sadly, our industry cleaning products does not even require, there is no 
legislation or laws that even require the companies to list ingredients. You might be surprised if you went right now and flipped over the jug of your laundry detergent and looked for an ingredient list, there might not be none listed. Wow, that's crazy. That's insane. And especially when they're releasing these toxic chemicals into our air and we're probably not even noticing just breathing this stuff in and just it's just wrecking havoc we become desensitized yeah. because we're it's just always what it is and it's causing some havoc when cigarette smoking was perfectly acceptable they even did it in hospitals right like they didn't know but the long term then they learned it was wreaking havoc on the inside of the body, which is something you didn't see it until it was too late. And that's what happens with all of these similar ingredients that they're wreaking havoc. We just don't see it. Like when we get sunburned, we know it right away. But those things are happening on the inside and we might not know it until it's like a chronic or a something we can't really get rid of. That's crazy. So where do you kind of see Tangi going in the future next year in 2023? Where do you see, do you see new products coming on the line or where yeah. do you kind of see it going? My brain's always tinkering with ideas and something that keeps evading me, oddly enough, is I want to be able to do a dishwasher detergent, but it seems like everything I come up with if it cleans the plastic really well, it leaves the glass not looking too great. And then if it cleans glass really well, it doesn't seem to do well on the plastic. So it's something I keep picking at and that's, I would like to bring that on to my line at some point, but we do have a dishwashing bar that's really effective. And the main thing in it is a ton of salt. And salt breaks down grease so well. And so it foams up well because a lot of us like bubble and foam. We think that's the cleaning part, which really it isn't. But hey, whatever we like. So I do have at least hand washing, but I still want to add that to it. And I am working on like a cleaning kit. A lot of people want to move to natural cleaning. They just struggle with what ingredients do I need to have on hand and what ingredients do I use to clean that particular problem? So I pretty much am starting to mimic the cleaning kit that I make for myself at home. I've got a bunch of little cheat sheets that tell me, okay, when I've got this stain on the sink, I use this combo of ingredients. When I've got the toilet issue, I just use this one. So why not give to other people what I know works for me? And I've been using it for a long time. So that would be my next. And then coming into 2023, I also plan on offering a lot of more downloads so that people can learn more about it. They don't have to hear me just talk about it or email me and I share my knowledge with them. If they want to download something and learn more, if they want access to a lot of these documents and research papers that I've read, I've been collecting links for a long time. So I can put that out there as a content library to, for people to be able to learn this on their own and really say, okay, this is not just some hippie chick in Florida telling me about this problem with my dryer. I actually read it from a scientific journal myself, and then they can make those things of what are they willing to bring in their home and what are they willing to put around their body or their family and things like that? Yeah, definitely. You've done the research. So being able to just display that for other people is going to be so great. How do you do your personal experimentation process? Do you use it just on like your own dishes and stuff? Or do you have like certain tools that you use to test things? So pretty much I put it out there to our customers. Look, I'm working on a new product. You want to be a tester? People always say yes. And I get the most honest feedback from them. Hated the smell. 
didn't work well on this, didn't work well on that. Not every product is meant for every person and nor will it work in every scenario. So for instance, the laundry, the laundry concentrate doesn't work great for people who have really hard water. Unfortunately, I want my products to work for everybody, but they don't. And my products are no different than any other companies. There won't be one solution for every single person. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. What are you currently learning right now? I am currently learning how to put stuff in enjoyable digital formats. For a long time, it's always been physical products for me. And now I'm learning how to use like flows and templates to take what's in my mind and put it out into a digital that's easy for people to consume without feeling overwhelmed. And I'm putting that information more in categories almost. So I did write a book about two years ago. It's called Going Plastic Free Room by Room. And that's how I attacked all of my changes was just kind of looking at each room and how could I do better? Because if you try to say I'm going plastic free in my home, that's just overwhelming. If you're going to do the same thing with ingredients, it's too overwhelming. So I took that strategy that I used in my book and said, what if I apply it to getting rid of toxic chemicals? Let's look at it like category by category or room by room that we could easily take one little thing and make a change. Because when you make one little change, it leads you to the next natural, especially when you have good results from it. You find something that's not as toxic as the product you were using you're having great results, you're going to be like, what about that lotion? Or what about that pet shampoo that I put on my dog every week? Like, it just makes you more naturally curious to say what else is out there. And then you can start exploring that way. Yeah, definitely. And what is one tip that you have for any ecopreneurs in the audience who are trying to start their green business or grow their green business? What was one tip that you would suggest for them? One tip, huh? So Probably the best tip that I ever got from a SCORE mentor when I first started looking at making this a business, I just said this to somebody last night, that's so funny. So SCORE is a national organization that helps entrepreneurs grow their business or figure out if it's a business and it's all for free, which is great. It's our tax dollars at work. So why not take advantage of it? But one of my first mentors there told me I needed to get my bail money in order. So when shit hit the fan, I would be ready. And I was like, what? He said, yes, you need to get your bail money in order. B-A-I-L. I needed a banker. I needed an accountant, an insurance agent, and a lawyer. And you want to establish a relationship with these people, whether you hire them at the beginning or not, you need to have a relationship and know who you would turn to if shit does hit the fan. Because when things are going rough and you need a lawyer or you need some insurance, you don't want to be hunting down that person that you resonate with or you feel would be good in your corner when you're scattered and in the midst of the chaos. So get your bail money in order and then get to your business. I love that. That's great. Such a great tip. Thank you. And who would be the perfect partner for your business in order to work together with? I guess that they would be two different people depending. So if we're looking at the wholesale side of my business, it would be some form of a distributor that has these contacts in a variety of stores and chain stores all throughout the United States. That would be a great contact for me and a good strategic partner. If I'm looking at the retail side of life, it's definitely an influencer. Unfortunately, as much as I grit to say this, 
social proof is everything. And what somebody says on social media has so much more strength and power, even if that person doesn't believe it. So influencers have so much power these days. And I would say, man, if my product was in the right hands of an influencer, it would probably shoot me to the moon before I'd even have a chance to turn my head. A matter of fact, Jason Momoa, he played Aquaman. He's a famous actor. He's from Hawaii and has a, I think it's a bottled water company, but I feel like they're in aluminum bottles. It's not plastic bottles. I think he does them in aluminum. He's got long, beautiful hair. He's really big guy. And he shaved his entire head to raise awareness of single use plastic waste. I was like, oh my God, how can I get my oh, product wow. in Jason's hand? Yeah, you know? for real. Because so many people who never even the word single use plastic waste, they saw him do it. We're like, oh, now I need to know more or, oh, how can I stop single-use plastic waste now? But no matter what the catapult is, it's happening. And so if I could get somebody that would say, you know, hey, I'm going to shave my head to bring awareness to Tangy products, man, that might really catapult me in places that I couldn't imagine. Yeah, definitely. That one right connection can be huge for sure. Yeah. And if somebody would like to partner with you or learn more about Tangi, how can they reach out to you? Love for them to give me a call. I still love phone conversations. So if they want to give me a call on my cell phone, that's fantastic. You can call the office, which is area code 352-641-0046. Again, 352-641-0046. Or email me, that still works too, at Angie, A-N-G-I-E, waste freeproducts.com products with an s.com perfect thank you so much angie it's been really awesome having you on the show and really being able to learn all about what you're doing with tangy and how you guys are really creating a waste-free future for us so thank you so much yes that's what we're trying to do all for the next generation technically because they deserve the kind of planet that i've been enjoying my whole life definitely i completely agree thank you billy for having me on. and thank you so much for coming bye if you enjoyed learning all about Tangi and how they have created natural products that are good for your skin and the environment, then definitely make sure that you check out the interview I mentioned during the show with Leslie Sheridan from Planet Sense, which is linked below. But also make sure you check out this episode with Esther from Venisafe Solutions, who has created an eco-friendly pesticide that is harsh on pests like fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes, but not your adorable pets. So make sure you check out both of these interviews and find out how great products are truly out there to have a more sustainable lifestyle. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Green Business Impact Podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing your weekly dose of climate positivity. In a world that constantly inundates you with the negative things happening, it can be great to take a break and hear some great things happening in the world. Make sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app to stay up to date with the latest and best interviews of the top minds in the green industries. And if you are interested in launching your own podcast to make an even larger impact on the world, then look no farther than the podcasting platform that I use here to launch every single episode of Green Business Impact, Podbean. I searched through all the different podcasting platforms out there and the best choice by far was Podbean. They give you truly the best value and all the resources you need to spread your message to the world by easily connecting you to all the different podcasting networks like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of them. 
and then give you so many resources and opportunities to monetize it as well. So if you are on the fence about which podcasting platform to go with, make sure you check out the link in the description below to register your podcast with Podbean. Thanks again, and we can't wait to see you back here next time for another hit of Climate Positivity.